broadcasting live from a hollow tree stump in the middle of no man's land. You reach Married with Comedy. Your host, Jeff Onyx and Joe Chandler. Keep your arms and legs in the vehicle all the time and strap in, boys and girls, because it's going to get bumpy. cool ending so welcome back we've been gone for a while we're now on monday nights and if you're watching this on youtube rumble or um through our podcast stuff listen on there uh that's gonna be tuesday i'm jeff onyx i'm joe chamber yeah married with comedy yeah i got my hey um just wanted to let you know that uh we're gonna have a great show today (laughs) Yay. You know what's funny is uh, I, I said um, we're supposed to be on these other networks and stuff right now. Like I told it to be on there. Yeah. So it should be on there, but I don't think it is. See? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, we're on there. Yeah. So I'm going to click that. Oh, look at that stuff, man. You know what I'm saying, G? So uh, on today's show, we're going to have a bunch of stuff. What do we have? And let's see. We're going to have some comedy stuff. We're going to discuss UFOs, Hoon, Freckles, um, Sewing Kits, the movie What We Do in the Shadows, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Skillet, and some religious stuff. Religious what? So that's what's going on on the show today. And, uh, you know, you can interact if you want to. You can, like, chitty-chat and clicky-clack-clack if you want to. I can chat if I want to. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. I can chat if I want to. I can leave this world behind. Anyway, I hope we don't get, like, copyright striked for that. (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny? The copyright striked for... Doing for for just singing a song. Hi, Karina. You know who Karina is? Um, it's Melissa's mom. Melissa's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Karina. Melissa said one time. She said, "If anything happens to me, make sure you take care of the dogs and take care of my mom." And I'm like, "Well, I'll take care of your mom." You don't even have to be gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, now she's gone. Yeah, now she left. She's like, ugh. Can't <laughs> believe it, man. Everybody's talking about talking. Everybody's talking about the talking. You know what's really funny? Oh, look at this. Hi, Laurie. Hi, Laurie. Laurie's, Laurie's on there. Kawina's on there. All right, so what are we going to get into first? We did the opener, right? We greeted people. Long time no say hi. Yeah. Been yeah. a while. Been a while. 
So that's pretty much our opener because we're not we're not skilled at at this stuff. So what's the word of the week? The word of the week this week. Um, I'll, I'll go over here and pull it up. We got the word of the week. The word of the week this week is. Oh, I gotta I gotta let them see what we're looking at. The word of the week this week is. Hoon. Hoon. Uh, hoon means to travel at speed in a confined area or to do a burnout on a public road in traffic. To show off in a dangerous manner, mostly with a vehicle or engine-powered item. So you could hoon on a scooter, but it wouldn't be as, as entertaining as hooning in a car. Right? And I'm only right, assuming right. it's hooning that the, you know, it's, it's like you're hooning. Hoon. I have hooned, will hoon, <laughs> right? Yes. I was saying these words properly. I, I hooned it. Um, now, now, this must be European or something. Look at that bloody dangerous hoon yelled in annoyance at offender. Yeah, fucking hoon. Okay, so yeah. so the person doing the hooning is a hoon. The person, well, the person who hoons is also a hoon. Yes. So, like the person who yeets is a yeet. Is it like that? What's eating? Oh. What? Next week, tune in for yeet. Yeet? Yeet. You don't know what yeet I know. is? Well, yeet is like, like, yay, right? Like a woo kind of thing. I thought that too. Let's let's do yeet next time. That's why my daughters think, or at least that's why they're telling me. You know what? We're going to do a double shot. Let's go ahead and type it in. Yeet. Yeet. Yeet is to discard an item at a high velocity. So if you have a phone and you want to yeet that, you're throwing your phone. If you want to yeet money, you throw money. Yeet. Throwing money. Alex finished his soda and proceeded to yeet his empty can into a trash bin. Yeet. Yeah, that's the dumbest word ever. Yeet. So we had a double shot. You had hoon and yeet. We out of the two out of the two words, which one do you like better? Hoon. 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 I'm not, gonna start saying that. Not to be mistaken with poon. <laughs> hoon. Yeah. Alright, that was cool. If you uh like this show, if you love this show, you could send us fan mail. Fan mail, Care of Comedy Bats, P.O. Box 369, Lathrop, Missouri, 64465. We have a package in the mail that I need to bring up here and open. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you're an angry feminist and you don't like us, you can send us hate mail, Care of Comedy Bats, P.O. Box 369, Lathrop, Missouri, 64465. Yeah. Right. Hopefully not a package. Yeah. Hopefully not a package. Although... Many feminists are yeah, are afraid of the package. Uh -huh. Or they have a package. Or they have a package. You can be afraid of my package, baby. baby. Some lady said, some lady said, wow, 
it's hot outside. You must be hot. I go, baby, I'm hot all the time. <laughs> You're very confident, aren't you? Yeah, I'm very confident. They say women like confidence. Wouldn't you be confident if you were this? Okay, <laughs> later, later on, later on we'll discuss something. But I just did something that reminded me of the thing we're doing later. The breakdown. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, so it's an in, it's an inside it's an inside joke. You'll know. Aren't I sexy? Aren't I sexy? Yeah, I'm sexy. Uh, I'm sexy, and I know it. You like that? That is a reference to lyrics, and I and you know we had to have lyrics in the show. Even though we're not doing lyrics. I did the lyrics. Yeah, so you did. Yeah. All right, so. I'm too sexy for my cat. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do. Um, I'm going to switch from Hoon to This Week in Comedy History. Here we go. Uh, let's go all the way to the front. So, so Boom. What? One more thing about a Hoon, though. <sighs> so if you had a dog and a driver's seat. And the dog is like driving the car recklessly. It was a hoon hound, a hoon dog, hoon hound, hoon dog or hoon hound, hoon dog. Yeah, hoon dog. Hoon dog. Okay. Hoon dog. And and if he was part bull, he would be a hoon horn dog. Yes. Okay. Here we go. I I you know I I think I need my glasses on this one. Okay, here we go. Yeah, that's not a comedian. Uh, this week in comedy history, uh, August 29th through September 4th. You ready? August 29th, yeah. 1977. Charlie Pickering was born. He's known and as and he's known and known known as an Australian comedian, TV and Knew radio it. presenter. You knew this guy from Australia? No, he was Australian because only Australian comedians are good looking. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, um, the Banner guy, the guy who plays Hawk, you know, you know what I'm talking about? I'm, he's an Australian. I'm, the, I'm good looking. No, I mean, good looking like that. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not gay, okay. but I got a little bit. Okay. We're watching this, <laughs> we're watching the show with James Franco, and I've mentioned. James Franco looks pretty good for his age. And my wife turned to me and go, "Fag." <laughs> <laughs> my wife said it, so it's okay. Because, you know, that that's okay for females to say it, right? Females that have, have had intercourse with females? No. Because okay. they're not facts themselves, are they? I don't know. I thought, I thought that was a generic term for anyone who was um, homosexual. I know somebody. No, I think it's only for men. I know somebody who's hobosexual. Only has sex with homeless people? No. Is homeless and only has sex with people who have a couch to crash on. Oh. That's hobosexual. If you've got a couch and you're going to feed and clothe this person, right there. You know, dating a homeless person is not that bad. Because once you're done with them, you can drop them off anywhere. Yeah. 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 Yeah, at a Home Depot. Yeah. Lowe's. Get a job. <laughs> All right. Okay. Where are we at? Oh, so, okay. You might not know 
This guy right here was a lawyer, and he quit being a lawyer. He was a successful attorney in Australia. He quit being an attorney in Australia. You might not know. He quit being an, uh, an attorney to become a stand-up comedian. This guy right here. Yeah. So, so, so imagine that. Imagine thinking you're so funny you're going to quit being an attorney. Okay. August 30th. Doctor can stop being a doctor and become a comedian. I think he's still legally a doctor. Well, that guy's probably legally a lawyer too. Yeah, maybe. In Australia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They they do they take the bar down there? Probably. Or is it a bar? They don't say bar. Oh that's Boston. Yeah. If they Boston. take the bar exam. Yeah, Lewis Black was born August 30th, 1948, known as an angry stand-up comedian. Would or you say that a Jew? I mean, would you would you say he's an angry? I would just say he's a Jewish. My comedian. favorite bit he does is uh, every year they pull out the candy corn, and like an Alzheimer's patient, you look at the candy corn and you go, "Oh, it's corn that tastes like candy." And then you eat it, and you're like, "Son of a bitch!" They did it again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bit he does I attribute it to him yeah. that, that's funny so you might not know he was named after his paternal grandfather who was originally named Lieb Blech Lieb Blech and um, his so his real name is Lieb well his um, paternal grandfather changed his name from Lieb Blech to Louis Black Okay. Um, when they emigrated to the United States. Oh, because he didn't want people to know he was a Jew? Probably. Probably. But Black is a Jewish name, too. I mean, look at Luke Jack Black. Jack Black's not Jewish. He's not? Well, he acts like it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know what Jews act like. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, August 31st. 1971. That's an old picture. Chris Tucker was born, known as a stand-up comedian and an actor. You couldn't get a newer picture of him? No. Nope. My favorite thing, my favorite joint he was in was uh, Fifth <laughs> Element. Joint. Fifth Element. What's your favorite? Friday. Friday. You know why he wasn't in the the other two? Because he was too big for him? Because they didn't pay him for Friday, and he was pissed off. They didn't pay him at all? That's what he says. Oh, or not enough. No, they didn't pay him at all. That's at what he all? says. That's what he says. Well, he got, dude, he got famous from it, so that's getting paid. Uh, you might not know that he starred in the Jackie Brown spy comedy, Double O Soul, but the movie was never released. That Jackie Brown? Jackie Brown. You know who Jackie Brown is? Yeah. yeah, Jackie Brown from the Black Exploitation right, video, from like seventies. Yeah, she she remade a bunch, or she started doing movies after again. the movie Jackie Brown. Yeah, I guess it was it was like in two thousand something. Because uh -huh. I know she she did the movie Jackie Brown. What's really messed up is you know when this guy got in that accident with his car. Yeah, was that him? That was Martin Lawrence. Oh, then. It's or, really messed up that this guy is like really short and he has that high pitched Kevin voice. Hart. No, the other short guy that was like on Saturday Night Live for a little while. Chris Rock? That's this 
No? No. <laughs> no, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker. You know, he was actually in, um, um, the... You know, I know pretty playlist, much... Playlist. The Playlist yeah. movie. Yeah. You know, I know... Silver almost... Lining Playlist. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, I know almost everything there is know about this guy. You know why? Because that's Wikipedia, and I had to read all this crap to oh, come yeah. up with this useless fact about this guy. <laughs> useless. Useless fact. Okay, September 1st, 1939... Lily Tomlin was born. Oh, Pam Greer. Sorry. Jackie Brown, not Pam Greer. Pam, there's Pam Greer in the Black Sabbath. Pam Greer played Jackie Brown. That's what it was. That's right. Okay. So uh, Lily Tomlin was born. This this lady right here, Lily yes. Tomlin. Uh, she was let's see. Known as a comedian and an actor. You might not know, in 1983, she appeared on Saturday Night Live as a black man who was a rhythm and blues singer. She wore a mustache, a beard, and a shortcut afro. And blackface? No. She didn't um, wear very much makeup because what the, what they decided to do is put a little bit of darkening makeup on her and then change the lighting so that she wasn't in full blackface. Oh. Either way, oh. she didn't do, she didn't go all Robert Downey Jr. on it. Right. You know that you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Awesome. That was not. That's that word has been keeping us down, our people down for hundreds of years. But that was okay to do because it was satire. Oh my god. But you you know great people, movie. Great movie. Like young kids who who didn't watch that movie when it first came out were trying to like cancel him. Trying to cancel Robert Downey Jr. because they saw the movie on Netflix, and they're like, "Man, he's a blackface. Let's cancel him." And it's like, "You stupid idiots! That's a satire." I'm a man playing a man playing a man playing another man playing another man. <laughs> Why are you stealing character then? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, you people? I'm gonna tag you back. I'm gonna tag you back. Are we good. No. I could quote that entire movie almost, dude. So who did a Dan Jan Black or Jan 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 Jack. Dan Jan Jack. <laughs> you saw Simple Jack? Dan Jan Jack. Who never go full retard. Who played that character better though? Johnny Depp or I know one of your favorite actors, C Tamasap. Played what character better? The blackface character. Soul Man? Soul Man. C. Ta Thomas House. C. Thomas Howe is the best actor in the world. Yes, I know that's what you think. But <laughs> you've never seen Soul Man? No. Really? Well, maybe I have. I don't know. You would know. Yeah, I know. Probably and not. C. Thomas Howe plays a white kid trying to get into college. Do you know how he got his name? Um, No. He thought he was part werewolf. And he thought when people saw him, they would see Thomas Howell. Gotcha. <laughs> Lily Tomlin, born September 1st, 1939, known as a comedian and actor. Oh, yeah, we already did this. Yes. We already did that. Okay. September 2nd, 1971. Um, Cat Williams. Chris Rock. Oh. Cat Williams. <laughs> Cat Williams was born, known as a comedian, actor, rapper, singer, and voice actor. Right? You might not know he 
emancipated himself at the age of 13, moving to Florida to become a street vendor. And he supported himself as a street vendor in Florida at the age of 13. What part of Florida? I don't know. But but here's what you need to know. Um, when he was in Florida as a street vendor, he was the same height as he is now. Get it? He was 13, and he was short just like he is right now because he didn't grow. Yeah. Probably because of malnutrition. Living in Florida. Eating all of the street vendors. I, I, but you don't know what kind of street vendor he was. If well, he was selling food. I, okay, I used to live in Orlando. There was a street vendor. Freaking Fecan. A Fecan chili cheese dog. Why not? A Fecan chili cheese dog. Vegan chili cheese dog. Yes. That sounds stupid. Yeah. It wasn't too bad, but I'm getting drunk. So. Yeah. Yeah, vegan chili cheese dog. Okay. September 3rd, 1969, John Fuglesang was born. Known as a political commentator, an actor, comedian, writer, and TV personality. You know this guy? No. N not John Stamos. No. I don't think he looks like John Cena. You might not know, his mother used to be a Carmelite nun, and his father used to be a Franciscan monk. His mom was a nun, and his dad was a monk. A Carmelite? Carmelite. Carmelite. So. Carmelite. 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 So, like, Puerto Rican? I don't know. Carmel. And Franciscan monk? Oh. Yeah. I can't see That's it. a monk from France. Is it? No, it's not. No. I don't know. I don't think so. No, it's a, it's actually I do know it. They're um They're they're from Saint Francis. Yes. Because Saint Francis actually um started a whole like feathering thing. Oh. Alright, well, here we go. Last but not least. September fourth, nineteen eighty two. Whitney Cummings was born. <laughs> known as Say a, that name again. Whitney Cummings. <laughs> or or depending on where you live, Cummings. Known as a stand-up comedian, actress, filmmaker, and podcaster. You might not know that during high school she worked as an intern at the NBC owned television station WRC TV in Washington, DC. She worked at a TV station. I know she went to um, she went to high school with Chris uh, or Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein, from... the guy that made the underwear. No, some radio DJ. Radio DJ. Okay, Kevin Klein. So, is that her real name? I don't know. You, you want to look? You Wikipedia at her. Boom. You know. Whitney Ann Cummings. <laughs> Ann Cummings? Born Whitney Ann Cummings. So, yeah. yeah. That's her real name. Boom. Like You're younger than me. Man, we are tearing it up. Tearing it up. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. All right, then. We're going to do the Outpost Survival Tip of the Week. The Outpost Survival Tip of the Week is a really simple one, really easy one. It's uh, sewing kits. It's really important to have a sewing kit if you're a woman in your bag this this is a teeny tiny little sewing kit 
we'll do the top down so you can see the little tiny sewing kit little tiny sewing kit has buttons and twine and needles this was actually given to me by the United States military this is my US military one I got when I was in the army I got that when I was in the army you actually kept it yeah that many years yeah and it has a um, uh, it has thread and buttons for like BDUs and stuff like that basic uh, basic dress uniforms and stuff yeah. so it has like stuff in it so you can keep a little sewing kit like this in your bug out bag or in your car or whatever uh, mostly what I use it for is like I pop a button or rip my pants I can sew it up real quick and then you know get on with my business or whatever I'm doing so technically that's not survival but in a survival situation if you don't have an extra pair of pants or you may have one other pair of pants and you're in a survival situation and you need to sew up your pants there you right. go yeah also if you needed to uh, in an emergency okay I don't want people nut people crazy people jumping on me for this but in an emergency you can use the sewing kit needle and thread to sew up a wound to keep it from bleeding yeah there you go so that's a this is a pre-made sewing kit comes in a little zipper pouch or whatever so that's cool or if you decide to you can make your own sewing kit this is a sucrets can and inside the sucrets can is thread oddly enough all of the items in this except for the marbles can be purchased at a dollar store so we've got in here, here, let's do a top down, top down. So on the top down, you can see in the sewing kit, you've got um, safety pins and buttons and pins. You've got thread, you've got assorted needles, a lot of needles. Like that's a shit ton of needles. I don't know why I have that many needles. Look how many needle, needles that is. Look at all the needles. It has a lot of needles. I don't know why I have that many needles. Do you really need that many needles? Well, you'll know when you need that many. It's like asking somebody, do you need that many guns? You won't know until you need them. Yeah, if a zombie apocalypse happens, yeah, you do. Yeah. Right. yeah. Zombie apocalypse. Actually, have you ever seen that TV show Preppers? I've heard Doomsday of it. Preppers? Yeah, I know about it. On that TV show Doomsday Preppers, they're talking about different people and they have different ideas of what a shtf situation would be or a, a end of the world situation yeah. and they got everything from zombie apocalypse to the fall of the, the economy you know different stuff like that i can't close it now yeah but, but like, it doesn't really matter because in an emergency situation it doesn't have to be an shtf situation it could be a tornado it could be a blizzard it could be a hurricane it could be an earthquake yeah it could be normal things your house could be on fire whatever Let's say uh, you're in the middle of, uh, I don't know, a pandemic, and there's a house fire. And for some reason, the the paramedics and the ambulance and the fire truck can't get to your location. What do you do? You go out in your backyard and you survive. You get in your car and drive away, whatever. Yeah. Or if you're in the middle of nowhere and your car breaks down and you have to survive because you have no cell service. Right. I mean, you travel sometimes. Yeah. If you travel outside of a cell service, you break down, you go off the side of the road. Let's say you go off the side of the road, and if you're some places, if you are 
10 to 20 feet off the road and you're injured, nobody will see you. They'll, they will never know you're there because there's like high grass or snow or different things. Or if there's a ledge and you went off the side of the ledge, you could be, you know, 20, 20 feet down. Nobody would know you're there. Like your car? Yeah, you, your car. Yeah. Nobody would know you're there if you're stuck in your car. So having an emergency kit with you, or if it's on a desolate road that nobody travels very often, right? and you break down or you go off the side of the road, then you could survive until a car comes by, and it may be a day or two. You don't know, right? right. See? See, it's good to be prepared. Doesn't mean you're crazy. Just means you're prepared. So the Outpost Survival Tip of the Week is uh, sewing kit. Keep a sewing kit on you, with you. Uh, in close proximity of you, okay? And what do you also need a woman with you? Because it's woman's work. Yes. No, real men know how to use the sewing needle. Oh, okay. Real men know how to use a sewing needle. I don't. You know how many pants I have that don't have a button? You know what? One of my favorite, um, my favorite hobbies was for a long time, needlepoint, plastic canvas needlepoint. And my first company that I owned, I did plastic canvas needlepoint designing things and selling like little plastic canvas needlepoint bookmarks and necklaces and stuff like that at the Christian bookstore. So I would make them, I'd make like a hundred or 200 of them. Yeah. And then we would tag them and take them down to the Christian bookstore, the Christian bookstore, put them in the Christian bookstore. And as people bought them, I would make money. It was called beautifully handcrafted. The name of the company was beautifully handcrafted. Isn't that crazy? Because everything was beautifully handcrafted by me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if I did it, I'd probably hire. There's a there's a place down the street that hires retarded people, and they have retarded people do all the work, like I, in a sweat. I don't think you're supposed to say that. Why? That's what the, they're retarded people. Okay. The word. Do you know what that word means? Yeah, but hindered or slowed down. I'm retarded. I was retarded. I was in the re retarded class for a long time. Because I was hindered and slowed down by my massive amount of logic. You know, you know what I mean? You, you're familiar with being like too smart that your teachers couldn't, couldn't figure out how to handle it, right? Too smart so you're retarded? Yes. Here's an example. Okay, class, what I need you to do is write a, a draw a perfectly straight line. And then after you draw the perfectly straight line, you... Um, tried to do like inches and make a ruler from the perfectly straight line. And I was like, it, it's impossible. Without what do you mean? It's impossible. No, you could use anything you want. You could use a straight edge. You could use a ruler. You could use whatever, but it's not physically possible to make a perfectly straight line. And I told the lady that I go, look, I can't make a perfectly straight line. It's not possible. Why can't you? Well, because even if I make a perfectly straight line in your eyes, if you look a little bit closer, you'll notice that there's imperfections in the paper and there's imperfections in the graphite in the pencil, which cause little jagged pieces. So in order for me to do that, I would have to go to a microscopic level. And even at a microscopic level, because there are imperfections in the paper and the graphite, I wouldn't be able to make a perfectly straight line. It's not possible. You can't make a perfectly straight line. So I failed that class. Because I couldn't make a perfectly straight line, and that's what I was told to do. But Did my you logic, even try? the logic, oh, you can't. 
You make a line. You yes. make a line. And if I make a line, because the imperfections in the paper and the imperfections in the graphite, you can't make a perfectly straight line. It's not possible. So the, the, what they were asking you to do is impossible. But the logic in that, they didn't understand the logic. So some teachers didn't understand that logic. You know what I'm talking about? You get it, right? Because you're super, super smart. You're a Mensa person, right? I, I have it like audition for it. You know what Mensa is, right? Yeah, no, I do. Okay, so another example of that is my son was retarded. They said he was retarded. Because um, they would have him do math math paperwork you know yeah. math homework or math whatever and he would go okay and he would write down all the answers on the his work and they said you have to show your work and he said i can't show my work and they said well, why can't you he said because the numbers come to me and they said he was cheating so in in the principal's office he would sit there and he would go and he would write down all the answers and not show his work. And they said, you have to show your work. And he said, I can't show my work. And they said, why? And he said, because this six added to that seven might be purple or it might be green. It doesn't matter. Today, it might be purple or green. And when they add together, then they come out to be orange. And if they're orange, then that's the answer. And then, you know, eight plus seven is 15 if it turns orange. If it, What? Because he saw numbers as colors. Oh. So all the numbers were colors. So he would see the numbers, and then they would m meld from multiple colors into the color of the answer, and then he would just answer it with the color of the answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So teachers would fail him all the time. Yeah. Because he couldn't show his work. Because he didn't show his work, yeah. Yeah, Lori says her kids are the same way. Yeah, your kids are Mensas. Mensas? Mensas? Yeah. Where were we at? Where were we talking about? Um, retarded oh, people the retarded working somewhere. People, yeah, I think, we, I think we were going from, uh, I enjoyed Needlepoint. Outpost survival tip of the week was sewing. Yeah, okay. Yes. All right, then. Um, trivia question. Last week's trivia question was, what color is a polar bear's skin? And Lori gave the answer. Do oh, you know, I know. Yeah. What's I the answer? Know. It is brown. No. Black. It is black. Same so thing. just like certain people that we know, the polar bear wise wears white over its black skin because it enjoys wearing white over its black skin. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, I got so many friends of mine who are black who wear white shoes and white pants and white oh, shirts. okay. And they're like all over wearing white all the time. Like a polar bear. Okay. And that's why I like wearing black all the time. Because Johnny Cash. No, because if you spill something on something black, it's less noticeable. Just like camo. If you spill right. something on camo, it's less noticeable. Yeah. Except for when they're this white break camos. This is brought to you by Con Air. Con Air. <laughs> All right, where are we at? I oh, used to say comb, too. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen that um, 
Did I tell you about this? The Veggie Tales thing? What about? I said, um, so uh, my my daughters growing up, they would always watch Christian television, children's television. Yeah. I told you this over the phone, didn't I? Maybe. No. And um, <laughs> so uh, my my daughters would watch Veggie Tales, but they both became lesbians. They both turned out to be lesbians. So I think that they thought it was saying Veggie Tales. <laughs> Veggie Tales. Which makes some of the songs that they sang mean something completely different. Where is my hairbrush? Oh, where is my hairbrush? You don't have any hair. Down there. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real song from that show. Where is my hairbrush? So, yeah. Oh, I totally missed out on that show. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a winner. I actually enjoyed that that song. Or that show, I mean. My favorite was The Bunny. The Bunny. The Bunny. So that bunny was a bad guy because the bunny was trying to eat it was all the Easter. It was an Easter show. Okay. Where people were worshipping the bunny. Ooh, instead of worshipping Jesus? Yes. The Bunny. The Bunny. You gotta have the Bunny. The Bunny. Anyway. Don't copyright strike me. I can sing it if I want to. I can sing if I want to. (laughs) Okay, so today's trivia question. So last week's trivia question, what color is a polar bear's skin? It is black. Uh, Today's trivia question, the answer will be next week or next time we're on. Hopefully it will be next week, right? Yes. Today's trivia question is uh, tickety-tack in the wick. Is it Labor Day? Yeah. Are we going to do this on a holiday? Well, I don't know. It's not like we're going to be working. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I guess this would be working. Tickety-tack and clickety-clack. No time and a half. I guess you get time and a half of what you already get paid. (laughs) (laughs) Time and a half of nothing. So you're going to give me this? Time and a half of nothing is still nothing. (laughs) Um, This week's uh, trivia question is, what year, in what year was stainless steel invented? In what year... Was stainless steel invented? Stainless steel. Stainless steel. Not just steel, steel, but stainless steel. Stainless steel. What year was stainless steel invented? Tickety-tackety-clickety-clack in the comments. Uh, Chat.caseycomedy.com. In fact, what I'm going to do is tonight I'll go to marriedwithcomedy.com and I'll put a chat button on there. So people can go to marriedwithcomedy.com and just click chat. If you want to look at the the archives of this, if you missed the show... um, or you miss a show and you you want to see it and you can't find it on Facebook or whatever, go to marriedwithcomedy.com. We have our archives there in video and uh, audio format. Yeah, video and audio format. Tear it up. Marriedwithcomedy.com. We'd like to thank one of our sponsors today. Let's thank one of the sponsors today. We thank Swallow and Cock Clothing Company. Swallow and Cock. Swallowandcock.com, swallowandcock.com, swallowandcock clothing company. So, yeah, uh, swallowandcock.com, swallow the majestic swallow and the um, regal cock, upstanding cock. <laughs> what you've seen this before, have you yes, not? I have. But you could, you could go buy you a 12 year old sometimes. No, you could go buy you a, a, a swallow and cock t shirt. Look. If you go to here, and 
and it has the the logo has to be black. Mm hmm. What do you mean? Potential security. S-W-A-L-L-O-W-N-C-O-C-K dot com. You know why? Cock. Potential security risk because of the word cock. There you go. Boom. Let's let's show the audience what we're looking at. If you go to swallowingcock.com, swallowing cock, this is what you see over here. So you can buy with the black logo or the white logo. Um so is the white logo smaller? Sorry. No, they're the same size. Okay. Oh, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Alright. Yeah, the Asian the Asian logo is smaller. Okay. That's why you can't see the Asian logo. So if you wanted to get you a uh, pillow, a nice uh, swallowing cock pillow, you can get a swallowing cock pillow in white with black or black with white. They don't let you do the kids, the kids stuff, the kids apparel. Yeah. Like you can't do a onesie. Say the onesie. You can't get you a swallowing cock onesie. Or a children's shirt. They won't let you put a swallowing cock on a children's shirt. Can you believe that? I don't know why. Why would they not? You know what I'm saying? You could put it on a yeah. on a um, baseball t-shirt though. Look at that baseball shirt. Swallow cock. You notice how the the um, cock is going down on the swallow? Yes. Boom. Swallow. You mean that? See the swallow is going down on the cock. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, twenty six bucks for a baseball tee with the Swallow and Cock logo on it. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. You can get a sticker if you wanted to. Or a coffee mug. Yeah, sticker. You get some stickers. Sticker. Get some for stickers. Two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, sticker for two dollars fifty cents. See how the swallow's going down on the cock? Yes, yes. Or a coffee you mug. Coffee mug. Yeah, coffee mug. Yeah, the coffee mug. Yeah, coffee mug. You get you a coffee mug. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's enough nonsense. You think we did enough nonsense? Yeah. All right. All right then. So, uh, break down. We're gonna break it down. Uh, you, you know what's funny is we can talk about it. Talk about. Talk about. Talk about. And I'm not sure. Well, because what I did was I pulled up the IMDb for yeah. it. Yeah. And you can play the trailer. I could. But stop it after a minute. No, wait. Why is it playing? Play trailer. Well, yeah, I could play the trailer if you want. You want to play the trailer? Yeah. Play the trailer. For for everybody. Yeah, we're going to play the trailer. It's a two-minute trailer, though, so we're going to have to stop it part, part way through. Yeah. Let's see if people can hear it. Let me know if you can hear this. When it starts playing. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Let me know if you can hear this or not. Oh, they're going to put an ad? Ugh. You can't hear it. You can't hear it. Why do they have ads? Why can't I hear it? Why do they have ads? I don't want... It's, it's IMDB. It's not even playing. My daughter. Oh, I don't even want to hear this ad. Well, what is that? You know what? I'm going to mute that ad. Skip the ad. There you go. You want to hear it? 
Here. Unplug your stuff. Can you hear it? Can you? I can. Okay. We're gonna have a little flat meeting in the kitchen. Yeah, we're gonna have a flat meeting. A flat is an apartment. You know, I I, I realized that after a while. We're still still playing. When you get the four, we just have to stop it periodically. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. there's going to be a lot of tension. We'll do it, Honestly, but they make the trailer look. Different. They make the trailer look a lot better than the thing. Yeah, they do. Like you don't know it's exactly called advertisement. I go for a look which I call dead but delicious. Dead but delicious. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Vladislav used to be extremely powerful. He would kill anybody, burning everything. You know what's funny is the trailer is almost the entire movie. Yeah. Totally great. Like you get almost the whole breakdown on it. This is my torture chamber. Torture chamber. 20, 30 women. He could hypnotize crowds of people. See me. See me. Hi, my name is Nick. I've been a vampire for two months. Well, that's a long trailer. <laughs> the neighbors can see you flying around. You want to draw attention to this? <laughs> you remember watching this? Yeah. This house. Hmm? When the when did you watch it? crew following you around. Today. You watched me too. I watched it again today. Yeah. I came to this country for love. Some people freak out a bit about the age difference. They think, what's this 96-year-old lady doing with a guy four times her age? They can call me Cradle Snatcher. Who cares? <laughs> cradle, cradle robber. He's a cradle yeah. robber. Boom. We're just responding to reports of a rather large amount of shrieking. Smells a bit weird in here too. What do you call that? Barbecue. Barbecue. All right, so that was uh, the trailer for what we do in the shadows. So we're gonna break this down. All right, so basically uh, it's um. Can you want me to break it down the, the yeah, basic yeah, understanding you, you just, of it real quick? Yeah, go ahead. So the not the top down view. The basic understanding of the show is uh it's a mockumentary <laughs> the trailer looks like ass it yes it's a funny movie it's a it's a mockumentary you know like spinal tap but with vampires so it's a it's a it, it's a, a four vampires that live in an apartment together and it's a doc there's a documentary crew that goes there to document the life of four vampires that yes. live in an apartment together and you know what happens in their daily activity is that a good good depiction and things yeah. that went down yes things that went down now uh i don't know how many spoiler alerts we're going to need to put in this but what, what's your opinion on this whole thing okay well i mean they should oh like the first thing i noticed 
because it pops up in like the first two minutes of the movie is one of the characters named Brian looks like Brian. Yeah, Brian. Okay, go ahead. Which is a weird name for he's the oldest vampire and he's his name Brian. Brian. What is it then? No, man, his name's not Brian. His name is not Brian. Been saying Brian the entire time. Deacon. No. See, look right here. Viago. Those are the three. Deacon yes, those and are the three that you see right there. But then that no, see ah. Oh. Who? The this the other guy. Looking one. Yes. The one that I'm just became a vampire. Like, no, the other one. He, he, Peter. Is it Peter? Peter. Okay, Peter. That guy. That guy. Peter. Looks just like um. Nos Nostradamus. That's the Not point. Nostradamus. But yeah, the Nosat Nostu whatever. Nosferatu. Nosferatu. But it's supposed yes. to be Nostradamus. <laughs> He knows the future. No. Yeah, Nosferatu. So, yeah, he's supposed to look like that, I guess. Season and three. Then, and then the other two, or the other three, I guess, were supposed to look like um, the. Well, I guess that one with the hat is supposed to look like Dracula. And then the other two are Sven-Guli. supposed to be like. Huh? Svenguli. Yeah. Have you seen Svenguli? No. Anyway, so other like ones like Deacon and Fiego yeah. are supposed to be like a um, vampire, um, interview with the vampire people. Okay. Right? I guess. And then a guy who's like a vampire for, for two days is like yeah. the guy from Twilight. Two, two, two months or whatever. Yeah. I'm the guy from Twilight. Yeah. I'm glitter tits. <laughs> um, okay. Um. So anyways... I've seen the TV show. I, I've, the TV show? I started watching a TV show before I ever watched a movie. So there are two seasons currently. On Thursday, season three of What We Do in the Shadow yes. comes out. And we're like, we, we own the two first two seasons and yeah. the movie. And we're going to watch the third season. On Hulu? It's our, it's our thing. It's Hulu. a good show. It is. It's, it's a really good show. Funny as hell. But I think the show is better than the movie. I agree with you that the show is better than the movie. The show is more entertaining because you have more time to build the characters. Right. right. You have more yeah. time to understand their backstory. And I, I think that characters are just better. Like, um, that, that accountant yes, is a great they have a, character. In the TV show, they have a... Uh, a, a uh, an, a vampire that eats emotions. It's an Eevee, an emotional vampire, which they say are real people, people who drain you. You're you're happy when you meet them, and then just being in the same room with them, they drain you yes. of your energy. Energy vampire, that's what it is, an energy vampire. He drains people of their energy. Because he's so boring. He's hilarious. Yes. He's one of my favorite characters. The driest comedy Bye, ever, but it's it's hilarious. Hilarious. It's like The Office. Yeah. But with vampires. Right. Yeah. And that chick from Saturday Night Live plays Evie. The She's from Saturday Night Live? Yes. Evie. She plays she plays from she's from Saturday Night Live. Anyway, so the TV show's way better than the than the um than the movie. 
Yes. Nosferatu. So I actually <laughs> Nosferatu. Uh, he, she she's watching right now the Stephen King Nosferatu series. Oh. There's a Stephen King. Yeah, we and we just started watching the uh, JFK thing, the the JFK Stephen yeah. King joint. I was disappointed in that one. Yeah, well, the Nosferatu is a TV series about a guy who yeah the Stephen King story, the Stephen King Nosferatu. Yeah, and it has that gay guy that played Siler in uh, in um, Heroes. Heroes, yeah, that guy. Yeah, who played Spock. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Quincy is his first name. Quentin Tarantino? No, but... Yeah, I don't know. The TV series is oddly enough called What We Do in the Shadows. Just like the movie, What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows and What We Do in the Shadows. And a, okay, and a TV show, oh. again, really good, you can find on um, Hulu. Yeah. The movie you have to pay for though. You cannot yeah. find it on any free stream. We owned it. I mean we bought the we we were like, do we stream it and watch it once or do we buy it? And you can buy it and you can watch it as many but times as you But did he know were. you were gonna like it? <laughs> we were already fans of the show, though. that's what I mean. Oh you watch a show before we watch you watch the, show, the movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well see I was a fan I'm I'm a fan of the show, but I was really disappointed in the movie. I mean, especially since... Do you know why that those characters were in... Oh, yeah. He wrote Nos4A2. N0S4A2. Nosferatu. I... Okay. You, you I never, never realized knew that... that that's what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dumbass. <laughs> anyway... I uh, thought that was for, like... I thought that was... Um, these three guys that are in the... Like license plate. These three guys that are actors in this What We Do in the Shadows movie are the guys that created the TV show, and they actually appeared in the yeah. TV show. But did they play the same characters? In the TV show. I haven't gotten that far. Well, they played the same characters in the TV show, but they're on the Vampire Council. Oh. I don't think it's all three of them, or all four of them. It's just two of them, I think. But they're on the Vamp... No, it's all three of them. They're on the Vampire Council. Yeah. So, you know, stuff but, goes down. Um, the one guy, the main character, is the... Uh, um, Flight of the Con Condor. Flight of the Concord. Well, that one with the long hair, yes. Yeah. He's Flight of the Concords. And I did not recognize him for the longest time. And I realized it's because he, was, he does not wear glasses in this movie. Yeah. And then I'm like... Oh, that's the flight of the concourse person. Yeah. And then I'm like, why the hell hasn't this guy ever played Superman? <laughs> I mean, he's like he's... so unrecognizable <laughs> without glasses. He's totally different. It's like this. It's like this. I'm not wearing glasses. And then I put the glasses on and I look like you. Yeah, not my question. <laughs> anyway, so what we do in the shadows. Okay, so... Um, the basic storyline here: these guys are there's a documentary crew following these guys around, and throughout the show, and they're vampires. Throughout the show, they basically tell you what it's like being a vampire. And somewhere part through there, they get invited to a ball, and they're preparing to go to the ball. And um, they uh, they they eat people, they drink their blood, uh, they turn somebody into a vampire. Uh, I do have to say the funniest scene 
was a scene where one of them eats someone. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, I'm not going to spoil too much, but my favorite character in the whole show is uh, Stuart. Stu? Yes. Stu is my favorite character. That guy's hilarious. Even though he says probably five things in a whole movie. He reminds me of... um, Okay, so my daughter was married to a guy named Nathan. Yeah. Okay? That's who that guy reminds me of because he's like just like that. Yeah. Just like that. Does it ever say anything? He rarely says something. But still cool. And, but he, somehow. He, he, like, when I first met him, he hardly talked at all. He got up behind a drum set and just tearing it up on this drum solo, right? Played the trade, played the drums. When he was done, I go, dude, you're really good. And he's like, thank you. I really appreciate it. And then he ducks his head and walks away. Like, way before he met my daughter, I knew this guy. Anyway, funny guy. Funny guy. Anyways, that guy's funny. Stu is funny. Yes. Stu is hilarious. Stu is funny. Um, what else? What else? Of, should I mean? um, there's a couple of girls. I like how they were like, there were girls who were like 14. Oh, yeah, yeah. There and were, then the girls. one of the characters is like, so you're going to go kill some perverts? You're going <laughs> to go like, kill some perverts? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, um, uh, they run into some some uh, werewolves. And apparently the the whole thing, everybody thinks werewolves and vampires are enemies. How did that get started? Was that Twilight that started Twilight that? started that because in, what, in uh, Dark Shadows... The werewolf and the vampire are not enemies. There's werewolves in Dark Shadows? Yeah, there are. I think what it is is that they're both going after the same victims. So if you have two predators in the same Uh proximity eating victims or prey, then they fight over the prey. Yeah. So maybe that's where that came from. Another really good vampire series is uh, The Strain. About the Strogoi. Strogoi. Very good show. Russian. Huh? Is that Russian? Uh, Russian? There's a Russian guy in there, but it's a... There's a Nazi guy. There's a Jew. There's a Russian guy. You know, all mixed together in the whole thing. You know. And some women. There's some women in there. And, and some, uh, some uh, vampires. Yeah. They're more like zombies zombie vampire creatures anyway so what we do in the shadows excellent movie what do you think did you like the fact that we could play the did you like the fact that we could play the uh trailer yes and we could hear it and all that so that might be the jeff and joe react we'll have melissa send me picture or send us a video that would work yeah that'd be great well i mean it's these hilarious 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 I honestly didn't laugh. Well, if you've never seen Once. the TV series, though, it might have been funny. Maybe, yes. And if, if you I were... saw that first, yes. But yeah, well, like you said it already, the TV show is way better. Way better. Way better. Yeah. They have, mm-hmm. like, like, really, really old vampires that live there. Kind of like Peter, but, like, they're more like, don't fuck with me. Peter Peter reminded me of the character that um, Stephen Wright played, and um, the couch guy. Yes, 
The guy on the couch. Yes, he's just from, always uh, on the couch. Yeah. Half-baked. Half-baked, yeah. Guy on the couch. I would agree with you. Yeah, that's what that guy reminded me of. All right, so next thing, um, Christian music. Okay. So we're going to talk about Christian music. Yes. Let's talk about Skillet. Skillet. If you're French. Um, so, Skillet... Actually, that guitar was signed by all the members of Skillet. Oh, really? That one, yeah. there's a guitar. I don't know where it is in here. There's an old guitar in here. Signed by Skillet? Yeah. So so you know about Skillet? Skillet. I worked in radio when they first came out. Never heard of Norma Jean. No. So, anyways. Um, she's not my girl. She's just a girl. Says that's, I am the one. Billie Jean. So. Billie Jean King? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Skillet was in the news recently because um, they they were going to come to um, they were going to come to Kansas City at the Midland in October. I want to say. Okay. Anyways, they canceled. Do you why? Know why? Because one of the members didn't get vaccinated. Mm, maybe. Have you heard? Have you heard though? No. They basically said because um, Midland is requiring asking, people requiring to people to prove that they're vaccinated. And well, yeah. yeah. Well, there are, there are people with medical conditions that can't get vaccinated, and there are people that shouldn't, and it should be a personal choice. So it shouldn't be something that people force you to do because there are some people that can't and there are some people that shouldn't. No one is forcing anyone to get a vaccine. It's not that government saying you have to get a vaccine. They're just no, saying if you don't want to get the vaccine. It's the government saying that if you, you don't, don't have to come. If you don't tell these people that they need uh, to be vaccinated, it's not that then you're gonna lose your business it's license. It's not that government. It's not. Did did you hear what's going down with the kids? What about the it? CDC released, I think today or yesterday, um, that there's a uh, like a smallpox type um, outbreak that's going to happen in the next six months with children. Children are going to get the outbreak, and all of the symptoms are the symptoms of this disorder that kids are getting from the vaccine. But they can't link them. They're saying, "Whoa, no, no, they're not linked." But it's the same symptoms. So you're going to call it something new. Because you don't want to say it's linked to the vaccine. And the only kids that are going to have it are kids that got the vaccine. Kids aren't getting the vaccine yet, though. No, there are a bunch of kids that have gotten the vaccine. I'm not under the age of 13. Yes. Or 12. There are children who've gotten the vaccine. And some of those children have had... Um, they've, they've developed an illness that's not related to the vaccine at all. But the only kids that are getting it on higher numbers are the ones kids that have been vaccinated and it's like this small but it's not it's not connected with it's similar to the outbreak of smallpox it's similar because okay. are you familiar with how chickenpox smallpox and shingles works um uh, sort of so once you've you've been um once you've gotten sick or been vaccinated you shed remember i said you're shedding because you've been vaccinated you you shed those cells it's the shedding of those cells, the shedding of the cells mutates, 
and that gets people sick. So let's say you've had chicken pox. Yeah. And you shed the chicken pox. Becomes shingles. Right. So when you're older, if you've had chicken pox when you're younger, you get shingles. If you're around somebody with chicken pox? No. If you've had chicken pox when you were younger. Yeah. And you get older and you become a senior citizen or whatever. Because I knew people that have had shingles. I've had shingles already. So if you had chicken pox when you were younger. Yeah. When you become older, you're more likely to have shingles. Because it's a... It's a it, there, there it is. And you, you can actually... So I got shingles from stress. Julian, Julian Barr syndrome. So the, the, the children who are getting the vaccine are coming down more often with Julian Barr syndrome, but it's not related to the vaccine is what we're being told. Okay. And I'm saying it's not related to the vaccine. So don't, don't like kick us off of the internet or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? So the symptoms for this Julian Barr syndrome are the same symptoms of this illness that the CDC is coming in the next six months. How do you know that there's an outbreak of some new thing coming out in six months from now? Is that the gestation period of what's going on now? You know what I'm saying? How do you know six months from now something's going to go down if you don't know what's going down now? They don't know. This is not the conjecture of fact either. Okay, so you're saying Skillet was going to come play. Yes. But they, they're not playing at the Midland because of the vaccine mandate. Right. From the Midland. Yes. And other places are doing the vaccine mandate for yes. whatever. I have a show coming up uh, on the Kansas side. And I told them um, if there's a vaccine mandate, I'm not going to perform and I'm not giving you a refund. And if there's a mask mandate, not going to, I'm not performing with a, I'm not performing with a mask on. Yeah. And I'm not going to take something because you tell me to take it. And if you tell me I have to wear a mask or that I have to be vaccinated, I'm not going, I'm not coming and you don't get a refund because they prepaid. Yeah. I thought you had, I thought you got a vaccine. Right? No. Because of your surgery. No. no. No, 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 no. They were they wanted me to do COVID tests. I've had like six COVID tests, negative every time. But I'm uh, one doctor said I'm immune because of the way my shit is, because it lives in your uh, salivary glands, and if you can't, if you if it can't get to your salivary glands, you can't get it and you can't transmit it. So there you go. So people who slobber more. <laughs> ah, that's just a so they're gonna get it more you would minute. think yeah yeah i'm just saying so babies yeah some women i've found <laughs> and that's what pisses me off children under two are not required to wear a mask but they're more likely to spit on you and leave slobber everywhere yeah but you you can't make a two-year-old wear a mask then don't take them to don't take them into public. Oh, you left that curtain open a little bit. People could see that box. It's in my box. There. Thank you. I, I'm sorry. I'm OCD about that stuff. OCD. So what were you talking about, Skillet? That's it. That's all you were gonna say. Well, yeah, but I I mean I think it's I think it's stupid. You think it's stupid that they 
canceled, or you think it's stupid that they were required to? I think vaccinate? it's stupid that they canceled. You think it's stupid that they canceled because they wouldn't get vaccinated? Because they're trying. Well, they're not even saying because they're not getting vaccinated. They're not saying that. They're saying it's because, like basically they want the venue to tell people they need to get vaccinated. I don't what know, about man. the people who wanted to go see them and then they're not coming just because of that? They can go somewhere else. They'll go to venues that don't require vaccinations. They're not going. They're not going to in Kansas City, though. Did you hear about the guy from the Offspring? What about? Him? There was a guy. I think it was a guy from the Offspring who was kicked out of the band, or was it because he would get the fact? Yeah. Well, he has, he has an illness that prevents him from getting the vaccine. Yeah. Well, what kind of illness? He has some disease. I can't remember what it okay. is, but he has an actual disease yeah. that prevents him from having the thing. So they kicked him out of the band. Okay. Because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Whatever, man. I think people are just going overboard with this this shit. Overboard with it. Well, I mean, too much. I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't tell you if you wanted to get vaccinated that you shouldn't. And if you if you get vaccinated, what if I were a business owner owner and I said to you, if you get vaccinated, you can't shop in my grocery store. Or eat at my restaurant, if, if you or come to my vaccinated. venue. If you, if we find out you've been vaccinated, and you come into our store, you're never allowed in here again. Well, that's your choice because you're a business. You need to prove to us you've not been vaccinated. You can't prove that, but well, I'm saying, what if what the if what if the shoe were on the other foot? What if it goes even further? But than a that? business can do that because it's a business. Well, what if it goes even further? A business than that? can refuse. What if a business says to you that if you don't get a physical augmentation to make you stronger and you don't get your your arm augmented so that you can go like i know a waiter carry more more plates if you don't get your your fingers lengthened so you can carry more plates and have your muscles augmented so you can carry heavier items then you can't work here you have to have a body augmentation to work here like elysium or gattaca even if you don't have this genetic marker, you can't work here. And if you have this other genetic marker, you can't work here. I'm saying how how soon will it be to that point where businesses can tell you you can't work there because of they want to tell you what medical treatments you can have. You know what I'm saying? Let's say you, you came down with cancer. Yeah. And your boss tells you, if you don't have chemotherapy, you can't work here. But you want to do holistic treatment. Or what if the what if your doctor says chemo would be bad for you with the type of cancer you have, but your boss says you can't work here unless you have chemo? Is that okay? I, I'm not sure about that. If you're firing it, if they're firing you because you have cancer, that... No, no, legal. they'd be firing you because you didn't didn't get the treatment that they tell you to get. Well, like the vaccination. Honestly, um, I don't think that's a part of the cat fire you recently, whatever they call it. You ever heard of the? Was it the? Was it the Geneva Convention? Not the Geneva Convention. Hey, hey, Melissa, what's Bilderberg. that? Bilderberg. No, not Bilderberg. Hey, what's that one where they can't uh, they can't force you? It's like um, 
They can't force you to have vaccinations or, or stuff like that. There's an actual, there's an actual worldwide agreement that you cannot force somebody to get vaccinated. It came, it came about because but the they, polio, polio government can't. No, no, that nobody can force you to get vaccinated. What worldwide, about schools? worldwide. It was, what about schools? It was started because the polio vaccine, because people were being forced to get the polio vaccine to enroll their kids into school or whatever. You can have a religious exemption. You can have an exemption if you don't want your kids to get vaccinated. If you send your kids to public school, Nuremberg Code, that's what it is. The Nuremberg Code says that you can't force somebody to have a medical treatment or to have uh, have a vaccination without their consent. So even though a school is saying you have to have vaccines you can still get around you used to be able to okay so let's say i was sending my kid to a public school and they wanted my kid to have the chicken pox vaccine and the smallpox vaccine and inoculated for polio and i said based on my religion i'm not giving my kid that and i i signed a religious exemption thing they would allow the religious exemption this one is the only one that they've ever done where they don't allow religious exemptions, which is, which is wrong. Yeah, well, you can't tell me that forty-four percent of the people are not getting vac- vaccinated because of religion. Well, who is not getting vaccinated the most? Okay, so. Stores and companies are allowed to tell people you can't work here if you're not vaccinated. You can't come here to shop, to buy groceries, or to have entertainment, or to buy gas, unless you're vaccinated, right? Who, what group has the most amount of people, what what racial breakdown has the most amount of people in their population who are not getting vaccinated? Do you know? White people. The African-American the African American community, forty-four percent of the African American community. Why aren't they? What? What does it matter? They're not getting vaccinated. They don't want people telling them what to do. So more black people are unvaccinated than white people. In a lot of the in a lot of the um, neighborhoods and a lot of the places where people are saying there's a lot of unvaccinated people and they try to pin it on white Republicans. Yeah. In reality, it's not white Republicans who are unvaccinated. Oh, yeah, it was from World War, World War II. The Nuremberg Code was from World War II. Um, so think about that. Why is that not a race thing? Like, why is it that uh, a white shop owner can tell you, a black person, you have to be vaccinated or you can't shop in my store, but all these other white people in the neighborhood are getting vaccinated, so it's okay for them to shop in the store. But the black person isn't isn't allowed to come shop in the store. It's okay because if a white person is not vaccinated, then he can't shop at the store either. Yeah, so but it my point is, have to do with isn't race. that isn't that soft racism? Because remember, they used to say there's this thing called soft racism and soft discrimination, where somebody will discriminate against somebody, uh, like you can't you can't discriminate against somebody based on race when renting an apartment to them. But they came up with credit scores. Right. So you can't rent an apartment if your credit score is too low. Or if you're a felon. Or if you're a felon. So they would say that is soft racism because African-American people are more likely to have a felony conviction or Or bad bad credit. 
So they were saying that's soft racism. Or, so why is it not the same? Or the government has actually made certain laws right that would affect black people more you like like, like we, mask mandates for example like mask be mostly black people smoking weed so well, they made it illegal crack yes C crack of crack cocaine even though and they're trying to change it now actually um, to where crack cocaine is not the thing? That crack cocaine is equal to cocaine, because really, it is. In crack the 70s, cocaine is cocaine. In the 70s, uh, it, it's, in the 70s cocaine, it. well, in the 70s and early 80s, cocaine was rich white people would take cocaine to right. to give that give them the ability to do more work and to get more things done and uh, to keep them awake, Yeah. right? And then a guy invented crack. Um, and he, didn't really, he didn't really he didn't he didn't uh, call it crack at first, but he was he was able to create he created crack and crack gave people a faster high that didn't last as long. Yeah. Cocaine gave you a slower high that lasted longer. Right. So um, and crack became cheaper yeah. than cocaine. So crack was cheaper. So more people who had less money would buy crack. And who was that? The African-American community. So more people who were having crack convictions were black people. Yeah. Which would be soft racism. Yeah, because they made, they made it where if you were vested for the same amount of coke or crack, like, like one person is busted with a gram of coke and another person is... A gram of crack. Yes. The guy with a crack... Would spend more time in jail, right? Than the one with coke, exactly. And the chances are the guy with the crack is was black. black, yeah. Because we all know, and this is not a conspiracy; it's proven now that the CIA um, brought in crack to the inner cities. Well, whether that's true or not, the fact still remains. It is true. The fact still remains it's, that they are passing laws. In cities that are like in California, New York, the yes. state of California and the state of New York and, and other states, but cities that have areas that are primarily black communities, they're doing vaccine mandates and mask mandates for grocery stores and work. Right. And the government is mandating them. The government's mandating. So if the government's mandating them and people in a specific culture are, are being being told within their culture or they, they feel like they shouldn't take the vaccine or wear a mask, they're less likely to be able to get out and get groceries and things of that nature, so they're being discriminated against. Right? Yeah, well, how come every time I see a protest of the mandates, there are all these white people? Where are the black people protesting? Um, I mean, you say keep your head black down. people are not you know, doing a vaccine, but I mean, that's as far as I see, well, where, where are you seeing this? CDC statistics. Okay. Of, all right. Vaccinated people. The CDC is, is keeping statistics of how many people are vaccinated in certain areas and African Americans, according to the CDC are not getting vaccinated at the rate that white people are. Did you know that, that there are, large swaths of Republicans 
who were actually vaccinated and telling people, I got the vaccine. I don't have a problem with it. That's what people were saying. You know, the, you know, the number one guy that when he was saying when the vaccine comes out, if it's a good vaccine, I'll take it, was Trump and all the other people around him, like, I don't know, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden were saying, if Joe, if, if Donald Trump tells you to take, tells me to take the vaccine, I'm not going to take it. Ocasio-Cortez said it, um, Biden said it, and Harris said it, and Pelosi said it, and Schumer said it. All of them said, if Trump tells me to take the vaccine, I'm not going to take it. Yeah, but aren't they meaning just because he tells me to take it, I'm not going to take it? If Donald Trump, still, they still took it's it. the same vaccine. Well, did they take it? I'm sure they did. If they took it, okay, if they yeah. took the vaccine, why is it that a plane full of Democrats left Texas who said they were all vaccinated, and when they landed... Four of them had the the COVID vaccine or the COVID uh, COVID nineteen, and four of them turns out they weren't vaccinated. So they're saying they're vaccinated, but they're not. And did you see the video of Pelosi getting getting her shot? The plunger was already down, and there was no needle. <laughs> Just saying. All right, let, so we done with that? Yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to get into the pathetic pet of the week. Pathetic pet of the week. Boom. The pathetic pet of the week this week is Freckles. This is Freckles. Look, Freckles. You see Freckles? Freckles. Freckles. Freckles is a chihuahua in the Kansas City, Missouri area. An adult female. Freckles is an adult female. Okay. Um, she's been vaccinated, spayed, and neutered. Uh, she's good in a home with other dogs and cats, prefers a home without children. Meet Freckles. The adoption fee for Freckles is $175, includes a two-week trial to ensure everyone's happiness. Meet Freckles. Okay. She's doing good at going potty outside. She was a puppy. Puppy mill mama. What? She was a puppy mill mama. So she's very shy and reserved around people. What, you know what that means? She was a puppy oh. mill mama. So she gave birth to a bunch of a bunch of puppies. That was her whole mill. her whole purpose was to have puppies. So she was probably treated poorly. Yeah. Yeah. She comes to her foster mom wagging her tail when she said when when she says she's in a good or she is a good girl. With time, patience and love, she warms up well. Freckles needs to go to a good home with another dog. In their home to boost her confidence she will need a fenced-in yard to keep her safe at all times she's been spayed and neutered vaccinated heartworm tested negative microchipped if you're interested take a look at furry kids refuge furrykidsrefuge.org and then you can go to their uh forward slash adopt adopt a dog furry kids refuge yeah my wife says she wants that dog. We already have enough dogs. Somebody had you know our Susie dog, right? The one that the one that looks like a minpin, like a like a Doberman, but she's a Chihuahua and she's fat. Yes. So, um, Melissa's aunt or cousin died, and had two of those dogs, and she's like, "We need to adopt those dogs." No, we don't need to adopt the damn dogs. Furry Kids Refuge in Kansas City. 
You can email them info at furrykidsrefuge.org. And remember the dog's name is Freckles. This is Freckles. Freckles, Freckles. Because he has black freckles. She. She, whatever. Yeah, don't misgender her. <laughs> <laughs> She's a female. She identifies freckles. She looks like stripes from... Uh, Gremlins. From Gremlins, yeah. Stripes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't so that, feed her after midnight. <laughs> don't feed her after midnight, yeah. So that is the pathetic pet of the week. Damn, that was a that was a good segment, man. Did you like that segment? Yeah. That was a really good segment, man. Really good segment. So now we're gonna get into the business of the business. Alright, so we're gonna do conjecture or fact. Okay. Conjecture or fact. You ready for this? I'm gonna ask you a few questions. Okay. For conjecture or fact. Okay. Alright. Make sure your microphone is on. Yeah, your microphone's on. Conjecture or fact. So we're going to ask you a couple questions. You ready? Yes. Do you think that the Huffington Post is a reputable news outlet? That they have like maybe trustworthy articles? Sometimes. Okay. How about the Washington Post? Yes. How about the New York Post? Yes. Okay. Uh, and UFO sightings. Based on popular culture, what you've been seeing in TVs and movies, Let's where would more. where would you say that somebody lives if they've like if there's a whole group of people who've seen a lot of UFO sightings? What part of the country do they live in? Do you know? Part of the country. Yeah, what part of the country, based on pop culture, would you say people live in who've seen UFOs and and have reported okay, well, UFO sightings? Based on pop culture rule but that's according to pop culture me like knowing a little bit more about ufos um it's mostly like the bigger cities over on the west coast and also boston but when you watch movies it's a farmer. Yeah, it's it's always it's, a rural. It's always somebody in a rural area yeah. in the Midwest or in a farm area. Somebody like, who has a bunch of cows and yeah. then he gets... In he, Iowa or whatever. That's yeah, what the government... something the, stuck up his butt. That's what pop culture wants you to think, right? Right. right. But in reality... So we're going to look at this one It's not a stupid... Yeah. The in reality, Post. it's not stupid people who see UFOs. Right. It's, it's doctors, people who... Um, <coughs> Air, Air Force pilots. Okay, so Navy pilots. March thirteenth, nineteen ninety-seven, near Phoenix, five or maybe seven bright lights appeared in the sky in a V formation, like a strange flock of birds. Okay, sixty-four people reported the lights to the National UFO Reporting Center. So there are a whole bunch of people who saw this stuff, right? Yeah. Here's a map of the most frequent UFO sighting. Locations. Yeah, like like our West Coast, boom, and then, like I said, Boston, boom. So the West Coast. Oh wait, you know what? We gotta. And then we Chicago gotta show people right there. We show people what we're looking at. I forgot to show people oh. what we're looking at. So this is a Washington Post article, WAPO article. Yeah. So we're looking at those map surprisingly map surprising places where Americans are running into UFOs. So it. We read a little bit of this. 
boom, 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 boom. And then we're going to show the map. Okay, so the West Coast is the number one place where UFOs are sighted are in the West Coast, uh, and then the East Coast, and then the Gulf. Okay, but you notice this big ass blip right here? Yeah, that's that's Chicago. Right Chicago there. is the hotbed of UFO UFO activity. Six of the ten biggest UFO sightings, uh, ranked by number of witnesses, were in Illinois. Illinois. So. Well, I mean, there's a lot of farms. In Illinois. Well, the ones on the West Coast, um, the CIA took credit for a lot of those, but they were like saying, hey, you know what, all that stuff that you were seeing in Nevada and on the West Coast, the CIA came out recently and said that was us. Yeah. All the, we were testing stuff out there. Like all that. Yeah. And on the, on the East Coast, it's pretty much similar to that, that there was a lot of military bases there. But Chicago, that's kind of a not... Does uh, Chicago not have a big air base? Uh, no, not really, but, you know, it's a big city where you wouldn't think, who, who, who would have said Chicago? If I would have said, where, where big mass sightings of UFOs, yeah. like you, like you were saying, most people would think that it's a guy with, you know, people out in the middle of nowhere with cows. Right. And they were stealing my cows, sons of bitches. Uh, now, um, can you go back up though? Because is, is that... Other dot in the middle is that St. Louis? That looks like St. Louis, this one? right? Yeah. Uh, I would say that's probably St. Louis. Yeah. We can't really zoom in. No. So you've got, and this is, I think, uh, New Mexico? Phoenix. You think, oh, Phoenix? Okay. Um, so, no, New Mexico. I think that might be New Mexico. Yeah. Like Rossville area. Yeah, Rossville. Yeah. Yeah. But the biggest blip is Chicago. Okay, so the biggest was a tiny park lights UFO enthusiast might know about, the Tinkley Park sighting. Wait, they don't even have their own Wikipedia page? What? Mass sightings in Phoenix represent a huge green dot in the southwest. So I guess that is Phoenix. Okay. That's Phoenix. Mass sightings in Phoenix. Uh, let's see. So they went back 20 years to make this map. And they st actually probably further back than that because they started in 1947. Because that started the big craze of people seeing stuff. Right. 1947. Um, I don't know what that is. Do, 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 do. I'm reading it. Credible sightings. Instead of looking at UFO, UFO sightings by number of witnesses, credible sighting simply means that the witnesses were likely responding to some actual event which which they interrupted, no, as they, as they interpreted as a UFO. So, UFOs. Okay, so we're looking at that one, right? Yeah. And then we're going to walk over, boom, we're going to look at this one. This one's on the Huffington Post, and this was in 2015. So the first one was 2005, and this is 2015. UFO sightings. You can look at YouTube and find a whole bunch of UFO sightings, and here's a map of UFO sightings being 
green are the areas that see the most UFO sightings. Huh. All these green areas. Nevada, of course. And Hawaii. Sightings by population density. Craziness, huh? So, so do you believe in the UFOs? I believe in, that there are unidentified flying objects. There are unidentified uh, submerged objects also. But you think it's all military? Uh, some of them are military. Some of them are, are um, what do you call it, weather things. So like some of them, blimps. some of them are light flashes or light, like yeah. the northern lights. Some of them are um, like uh, what do they call it? Orbs. When when lightning strikes in a in a sphere, it creates an orb of of electricity, of um, positive no negative ions. Right, the negative ions are on the ground, positive ions are on the no positive ions are on the ground, negative ions are in the sky, and they create anyway. And then they have triangle-shaped ones, which could be almost anything, right? Disc-shaped ones and oval-shaped ones. So, uh, my personal opinion is um, some of them are natural occurrences, some of them are man-made things. And some of them may be things that are unexplained and can fall into the categories of um, interdimensional travel. Okay. Or a number of different things. But My, not aliens? I don't, I don't believe, okay, I, I believe a different thing about aliens. I think we've talked about this before. That they're people from the future. No, they're people, they're our ancient ancestors who were humans on earth who found a way to uh, make it into space yeah uh and then you know uh, each society when they get to a certain point they devolve and they and they go away so you got the incas the mayans the romans yeah. their society fell yeah right the babylonians the the who are those guys the so the babylonians were like the most notable ones um the atlantean atlanteans well if that was a story or not we don't know right. but yeah so our, our ancient ancestors made it into space and they're just coming back to visit us yeah and they may have colonized other planets or the backside of the moon or different we don't know they may be in the ocean for all we know they may be in the mariana trench i actually wrote a book and a video game called scud 248 where um people colonize the ocean in self-contained underwater dwellings. That's what Scud stand stood for. And they would live in the ocean. But they wouldn't like breathe in the water. No, they no. They were in like, like their communities were like um like enclosed things where they they had air that they produced or oxygen they produced from various plants and things in nature and they could convert the ocean water into the different elements to create oxygen. And they got their they got their power through thermal thermal um, uh, geothermal vents. And they use geothermal vents to make make their energy their power. But I think that's more likely than aliens coming from another planet. You know what I mean? 
Because if you think about it, if you think about that, uh, Lori said she's seen a UFO in uh, Colorado. But if you think about it, um, it's I, I think logically it's more likely that there's something close to us, like our own ancestors, rather than some beings billions of light years away in other, other solar systems. You know what I mean? The amount of time it would take to travel from one place to right. another. Yeah. It's too much. There's too much time span between those things. And that's why people came up with wormholes and warp drives and all this other shit, you know, to try to say that they could hyperspeed bend the fabric of space to then travel between the things. Yeah. If that's true, whatever, but I, I think it's far. I, I definitely believe that there's life on other planets, but yeah, I'm not sure if that's what's causing the UFOs. It might be, but it, I don't think it is. You ever played the game Spore from 2008? In 2008, a game was released called Spore, where you were God, basically. You created a creature from the cell level, and it evolved from yeah. the cellular level, and then each level of its evolution you decided what parts of it evolved and then it evolved from a cell to then get big enough where it could go on land and then once it's on land then it evolved to be um tribal then it evolved to be a civilization civilization then it evolved to be space travel so in that game you go through the process of finding which creatures could survive the best in that situation it's a pretty pretty easy game but it's really i think it's really fun it's like made by the people that make the sims yeah so yeah fun game <laughs> Lori thinks it was uh instead of aliens probably in the military most likely military. most likely yeah yeah like um because what's uh because when he said um triangle shape yeah. It reminded me of the is stealth bomber. Yeah. Is trying. Do you know what the stealth bomber was um, designed after? A bird. There's a, there's that a bird sense, that when yeah. it's when it's diving, it makes its body into a certain shape. Like a triangle. It makes it like a triangle, and it's it's shaped with its wings in. Yeah. And they made the the one of the one of the bombers one of the stealth bombers was based on that design. I saw that on Facebook. It said, "It said the the shape of a whatever stealth bomber, and the shape of the bird, and the shape of my hand going in a Pringles can, <laughs> and they were all the same shape." <laughs> so they're saying that the from January to December, okay, from what are these twelve through twelve? That time of day, or how many happens? I don't know. I can't read it. Anyway, UFOs. So the whole point of the conjecture fact is not where do the UFOs come from. It's the fact that in pop culture, they're saying that UFOs are being seen by country bumpkins. But in reality, the sightings that people are reporting are in big cities. But I can... Very populated areas. 
Of course there's more sightings. Because there's more people? Yes. Okay. So let's you, let, you, you mathematically have, you have ten million people in Chicago. So mathematically speaking, if if um one person in Nebraska sees a UFO. Yeah. And in Nebraska there's however many people in the population, you would have to have thousands of people seeing sightings in like California to say that it's more people. You'd have to have more than no, more than because I don't think this is going by. Um, yeah, it's population. It's population density. Is it? Yeah, pop, it just says right here population density. So based on population density, right here, and this is uh, is this diversity, or is that density also? So these are all the sighting locations. Yes. And this is by population density. And sighting locations. And this is just popular. Okay, so this is sightings, this is population density, and this is sightings by population density. So there are more sightings. Even though there's more dense population, there are more sightings than what the population should be having. They calculated all that shit. Okay. Crazy, huh? U.S. military weapons experimental aircraft tests take place in Nevada, Nevada deserts, and uh, on the West Coast. So that's probably what people are seeing over there. Know what I'm saying, G? Yeah. UFO sightings. Yeah. Well, that's about it. Well, I mean, I... So that was the conjecture. I've heard a theory that the government kind of started the whole ufo conspiracy i wrote a book about it oh did you you want to you want to hear you so you tell me what yeah. you think well so they they made the um the government kind of made up the conspiracy so people wouldn't be talking about what was really going on um because it was during the cold war for one and they were making all of these secret weapons to stop Russia, you know, to fight Russia and stuff. And they didn't want Russia to find out about all of this. Secret technology. Yes. So. So, I studied this. Do you know, um, near Roswell, New Mexico, do you know what's really close to there? Area 51. I went to Robert Goddard um, Middle School or Elementary School. Robert Goddard School. And we learned about Robert Goddard, who had a test facility near Roswell, New Mexico. He tested rockets. Yeah. He tested his, because he's the grandfather of the father of, you know, rocketry. So he was making rockets back, back then, around that same time, or before that, actually. So Robert Goddard died, and his test facility was left st still there. I mean, they had all the shit there. They had un unfinished test vehicles and things there. They still have a lab there, but people weren't working there and they haven't disassembled it yet around that time, right? Uh, you know what was like a few miles away from Ro the Robert Goddard test facility? What's happening? A genetic testing laboratory where they were doing genetic, genetic testing on animals. Yeah. So the theory that I think is more likely is a genetic test subject who was a human genetic test subject where they were testing human genetics 
and they were cross 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 testing human genes um a human or a couple human test subjects escaped from the genetic test facility made their way to the robert goddard facility just happened upon it wasn't really aiming for it because they don't know where they're going they're just running yeah they see that there's a rocket there they figure out how to launch it they launch the rocket but because it's not complete it crashes the government goes to the crash site there are mutated looking humanoids right there who look very not right not not human human enough because they're they're odd looking right yeah so the government put out a whole bunch of theories around that time there was weather balloons um there was test vehicles there was um ufos and aliens so the government put out stories to try to cover up the fact that we were doing genetic human testing human genetic testing because what would have been worse aliens crash landed or that the united states was doing human genetic testing that was worse than what the nazis were doing the latter so there you go that was my theory i wrote a book about it so what do you what do you think of that you like that yeah yeah hell yeah so that was my theory so i think that's what was going on but i might have been wrong i don't know so that was the ufo thing let's see shit we got 15 minutes and we're almost done okay there we go the new new segment i think i wrote it down in here did i write it down here are you falling asleep me yeah you look like you're falling no. asleep no i'm trying to read the way you're scrolling on yeah, that's all right i'm just gonna do it this is called back in the day back in the day we had really cool toys okay um i'm gonna show you a really cool toy from back in the day this is rock'em sock'em robots the original fighting game knock their block off so this is the box for the Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Very nice box for Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Okay. So um, this box. Let's see where the, where the thing is on this one. Oh, this is, a, this is a remake. 2012. So this one's not old. I thought this one was old. So let's read a little bit of the history of uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Ready? Yeah. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Ah, boom. So Rock'em Sock'em Robots is a two-player action game uh, designed by Marvin Glass and Associates and was first manufactured by Mark's Toy Company in 1964. It features two dueling robot boxers, the red boxer and the blue boxer, mechanically manipulated by the players, and the game is won when one player knocks the head off the opponent. So Democrats and Republicans? No. That's not what it was back there. Bloods and Crips. The 2000s version of the game by Mattel features physically similar robots. So would this one be Mattel? This is Mattel, yeah. Similar, physically similar robots. Uh, so each player takes control of one of the two robots, the Red Rocker and the Blue Bomber, both of which are standing on a platform molded in bright yellow high-impact poly, polyurethane. Oh. Polystyrene plastic. Oh, styrofoam. 
polystyrene it's styrofoam but this is really dense styrofoam okay <laughs> and they punch at their opponents until one of the robots head bounces up cool so what does it look like let's go over here back over here boom um what do they look like joe What's it look like in real life? Um, they look like little robots. This is Rock'em Sock'em robots. Yeah. And okay. you 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 go like this with your um like that, and then you go and you win. I yours went up first. I won. I thought you're, su you're supposed to knock it out. Off no. The, right. Just you're up? supposed to knock the head up. Uh, so just like, up. Huh. It was a tie. Oh, you killed. He got me that time. Uh, uh. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> I fucked you up. Oh. <laughs> so, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. And they snap in. Like, uh, move this guy out of the way. Move that guy over there. They snap in like that. And then they pop in. And then they... I <laughs> got him again. All right, so that's Rock and Sock and Robot. Um, does that tell you, like, all of the other... Um, the history of it? No, like, they, the they did spin-offs. Yeah, versions, okay. I guess. Because uh, I know there was one with, um, oh, Transformers. Boom. I didn't know that. Um, so Rock and Sock and Robots and... Because um, WWE and then, did one too. In the UK, they were raving bonkers. You two, two robots were bashing bonker and Biff, Biff, Bit, Biffer? Is it bitter? Bitter, I don't know. Bitter bonker. So then you had Clash of the Cosmic Robots in 1977, featuring a robot designed for the space age. And then that was right after the success of the Star Wars video. Instead of a red and blue robot, Clash of Comics um, featured Prog 2, an orange robot with the head more like the RoboCop robot, and V-Sticks, a white robot with long protruding mouth but no eyes. Boxing Ring was molded in black to give the game a look of reminiscent of outer space. Stickers and decals uh, for both the robots and the ring were provided following the same concept of robots. In the 1960s, robot changed to darker shades of blue and blue, giving the old Prog 2 head, and the red robot was changed to a gray color, although the inst instructions referred to him as silver, but he retained his classic head, and respective names were changed to Bolt Crusher Bob and Gear Grinder Greg. The clash of the robot stickers and decals were provided for additional design, aside from the cosmic changes or cosmetic changes, the game remained the same. There have been many variations, such as Transformers, in which two robots, Optimus Prime and Megatron, fight each other. In 2000, a remake of the classic version was developed by Mattel at, a, at approximately half the size of the original model, so that's why it's really small like that. In addition, an action figure line. A PlayStation game, 
electronic handheld head-to-head plug-and-play bobblehead wait plug-and-play game and bobblehead dolls have been recently introduced playstation was rock'em sock'em arena oh here look i can mouse over and show them published by mattel interactive boom boom pretty cool huh yeah yeah oh there there's one with um batman and superman the robots were also in the charlie and the chocolate factory during the Oompa Loompa's musical number about Mike TV, the TV room, and Willy Wonka's factory. What do you think of that? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory from 1972 had, had um, the Oompa Loompa's playing thing. The video game of Dave and Buster's. Game Boy Advance. Cool. So, yeah, man. Good show, bro. Good show, Joe. You did a good job on the show today, Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah man. So there, okay, so there's going to be a Rockin' Sockum um, Robots movie. Yeah. Yeah, Rock'em Sockum Robots, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think it's a um, ripoff of Real Steel. Real Steel. Is that the one with that guy from 300? Um, or the guy from no, Wolverine? Wolverine. That's, yeah, Real Steel is basically a boxing movie with robots. Boxing so. movie with robots. Look at that, man. We made it like an hour and 53 minutes in just... Just the, the the material that, so so I brought the material mostly, and right. then you brought the skillet thing. Yeah. So we were able to do an entire two hours just just yeah. interacting with this shit, and and if we have that, um, do the Jeff and Joe react thing, then we can react to stuff too. Yeah. That would be tight, because now we have the ability to do it. Okay. Yeah. Cool, huh? So. Right. You so, think it's about done? Still have five minutes. Well, we. Uh, well, in the last five time. minutes, we could talk about De Carlos, De Carlos, <laughs> De Carlos, salsa, <laughs> chunky salsa, taco sauce, and Mexican marinara. Dude, we can talk about De Carlos for Boom. an hour. Boom, De Carlos. Uh, I ran into a comedian the other day at a grocery store. Yeah. Uh, Cameron, I think it's Cameron Whitfield was his name. One of the newer kids. He's working with Monisha. Okay. You know who that is? I know Monisha, yeah. Yeah, he's working with her. Cool. So, yeah. Good times. But, I mean, the show he was doing was with Jared Langley. Oh. So, yeah. They were up near my stomping grounds. That whole area up there. Yeah. Okay. So, he was doing a show up there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Up here in this area. Not here in this town, yeah. but up here, yeah. Yeah. Up cool, in huh? In this area. Yeah. Cool. Remember, if you wanted to send us fan mail, you could send fan mail, Care of Comedy Vets, P.O. Box 369, Lathrop, Missouri, 64465. Or if you're a hateful, or, uh, yeah, if you're an angry feminist, send us hate mail, Care of Comedy Vets, P.O. Box 369, Lathrop, Missouri, 64465. 
And uh, and you can go ahead and mail your panties there too if you want to. And remember, um, you can you can go to uh, what was it? Swallow and cock. Swallow and cock. Swallow and cock. Swallow and cock. Swallowandcock.com. Swallowandcock.com. Oh, wait, I didn't put it up here. Boom. Boom. Swallowandcock.com basically takes you to our online store. It's the online store for Swallowandcock. So you can buy shirts or mugs. All kinds of cool stuff. But not onesies for babies. Not onesies for babies because apparently Swallowandcock is not for not for children. babies for made laptop case for 36 bucks what if it's a giant one what is the 13 inch 15 inch 15 inch laptop case with the swallow and cock logo on it for 36 dollars dude know what i'm saying g dude that's where it's at look it's got a 4.6 star rating wow boom Swallowingcock.com. Swallowing. Swallowingcock.com. Okay. Well, anything else? No. Before we end it? I mean, we have like two minutes. So. Yeah, well, we could we could still just. Three. Uh -huh. We could still just do, do the thing. You could listen to them. We could listen. Well, you can't hear it. What? Because uh, I unplugged it. Plugged it into the computer. This one is in this, this thing here. You hear it? Yeah, yeah. It's here. Yeah. Oh. Uh. What? It's in here. Oh, helicopter. Here we go, Ray. You've been listening to Married with Comedy with your host. Jeff Onyx and Joe Chandler. Monday nights. Marriedwithcomedy.com. Check it out. Yeah. You like that music? I feel like going to a wave, raise. <laughs> <laughs>